Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 131 of the YouTube Creator Sub Podcast, where each and every Wednesday, I get together with a wonderful creator and talk to them about their YouTube journey, about their online video creation process, and so much more. If you're looking for a show that can help you grow, start, or monetize your YouTube channel, this is the podcast for you. Uh, If you haven't already, slap that subscribe button on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, wherever you are consuming your podcasting content. Would like to give a huge thank you and shout out again to our premium, premium sponsor every single week, which is TubeBuddy. It is the one tool that I use and thousands of other creators use to take their YouTube channel to the next level. TubeBuddy has been with me now for over two years, and they are just a wonderful partner to work with and a great tool. Click the link in the show notes if you want to check that out. Uh, Free browser plugin plus a mobile app on both the iOS and Android store. But this show could not be made possible without you, the wonderful listeners over on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you get access to the private creator discord where you get to chat youtube stuff all throughout the week if that's something that interests you click the patreon link below throw me a couple of dollars over there a month literally for less than a coffee at starbucks you can support the show help keep the lights and the microphones hot uh and uh as i've always said uh, you guys never know how much i appreciate your support we've got a few new patrons coming on this week alex n mark s glenn m and Ernie W. Uh, Really do appreciate you guys for supporting me. Hopefully you have been invited to the private Discord where you can be chatting YouTube all throughout the week. If that's something that interests you, again, click that Patreon link below. Uh, Would love to see you go over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you do leave us a review, you can get a shout out on one of the upcoming episodes. Got a bunch of reviews coming in this week, but I'm going to read one in particular, one coming from Potski. Once you start these podcasts, you just can't stop. It's kind of like Pringles, I guess. Even if you aren't managing or creating a YouTube channel, you'll, you'll learn a lot that you can apply to many other avenues of media. That's a that's a big thing there that I'm, I'm going to be focusing on going forward. I'm learning a lot of these podcasts also are motivational. The host is clear, concise, and knows his stuff. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I would recommend this to everyone. I'm newer to podcasts and recently started a YouTube channel, vlogging with my my family channel called The Butterfields. Great name. He interviews YouTubers from all genres, but even if it's someone that is a gamer, which I'm not, I still learn a ton. It's good to hear all different perspectives. I hope this podcast never ends. Well, my friend, I'm not planning on ending it anytime soon. In my opinion, we are just getting started. So, uh, cool stuff there. Uh, one of the one of my favorite things, and one of the coolest things, as I reach out to people and just a little behind the scenes stuff here. As I email and and reach out to people on socials and Twitter and Instagram and and things like that to come onto the show, you'd be surprised. A lot of the larger YouTubers, obviously you have to go through their handlers and through people, you know, really, it's like if I go reach out to Casey Neistat, I'm never going to really talk to him. I may talk to him eventually, but I got to go through all of his people first. But when you talk to uh, smaller and and middle level creators, it's it's funny because what happens is uh, you'll message someone who you've been watching and consuming their content for 
for a long time, and you'll be like, hey, listen, I run a podcast. This is what I do, yada, yada. They'll email you back, and they'll say, hey, man, I've been a longtime fan. I know your show very well. I, I consume your YouTube content as well. That's always very uh, very encouraging to hear that people are out there listening, consuming the content, even people who are already successful on the platform, and that was the case for this week's guest. Um, I've always loved, uh, I guess you would say, self-improvement stuff and self-improvement channels and things like that. Uh, and this guy is all about efficiency and getting stuff done. Uh, and his channel has just blown up and he gets millions of views and all of the good stuff that we already know about successful creators. But this conversation was unique in that he had so many great points about things that helped him grow his channel from a small channel to, to now a larger channel. And I want you to really, really focus in and kind of hear what he has to say. So without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's conversation on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. I am super excited to have a creator that I've been a fan of on the show. I've been a fan of his now for at least a couple of years. Uh, I am very much into efficiency and productivity, and so I am so pleased to be joined today by Francesco. He is a freelancer, marketer, and creator. In his spare time, Francesco runs a YouTube channel and podcast dedicated to helping people connect with the best productivity apps and software to help them get things done. The name of his channel is Keep Productive. He's over 40,000 subs, millions of video views. He does new videos each and every week. Francesco, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, Dusty. How are you? I am doing absolutely phenomenal. Um, I've got so many questions that I want to ask you personally just because of I know your content, but man, you're killing it over on YouTube. So I do want to pump the brakes for a minute, and I do want you to let my audience know a little bit more about you, the person, Francesco, and a little bit about how you got started on YouTube. Yeah, sure. Um, first off, Dusty, thanks so much for having me here on the podcast. Um, I've been listening to a few episodes and uh, it seems really insightful for anyone uh, looking to learn more about YouTube. Um, so, yeah, I, I started uh, the my YouTube channel about three years ago now, and I actually started like many others um, under my own name. Um, and it sort of grew out from, from there. So I was originally uh, doing a lot of productivity software reviews. Um, and then over time, um, there was a lot of demand for new software reviews, uh, di diving deep into the territory of Todoist, Evernote, Trello, you know, all of those big ones. Um, and it sort of grew to a point where I needed to do a lot more videos. So I renamed the community to Keep Productive. And uh, it's sort of grown from there. Um, so I do about three or four videos a week now. And uh, there's a Facebook group, um, you know, all the regular stuff that comes along with it. <laughs> and you also, uh, you're a man of my own heart. You have a podcast called Tools They Use, uh, which, by the way, if you ever need a guest, wink, wink, uh, you know, I'm here. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but on, on that podcast, you basically interview successful professionals and you ask them uh, what tools of the trade that they use. And that's right up my alley. Once I figured out that that was your podcast, I've kind of listened to three or four of them the past couple of weeks just knowing that I was going to do this interview. So how did the podcast come to be as far as like, did it just kind of branch off from the YouTube channel fairly seamlessly? Yeah, pretty much. Like uh, I obviously do a couple of interviews on YouTube with like uh, professionals or like CEOs about their apps or how they use apps. But there wasn't really um, I was always listening to podcasts and I didn't ever find one 
that dived into exactly what apps people used and the, the habits around them. So although it's, you know, like I don't think apps are the be all and end all at all. Um, but I did want to see that being available, if that made sense. Um, mm. And uh, and don't worry, Dusty, you're already shortlisted for a guest in a couple of weeks. <laughs> don't worry, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So go check that out. It's t- tools they use on iTunes, Stitcher, all the places where you can find podcasts. Now, let's just take a deeper dive now into your YouTube channel. So let's talk about your story for a minute. You started, the, the channel was kind of named after you, your first and last name, and then it kind of progressed into, you know, the Keep Productive brand. And so let's talk about branding the channel for a little bit. I mean, you're killing this thing now with all of your newer videos getting thousands of views and some of your more popular videos uh, even getting hundreds of thousands of views, which is amazing. And so let's talk about the kind of evolution of the branding of your channel and kind of what you've done to make your channel grow at such a rapid pace. What are some things that you think you've done on a branding side that have really helped your channel grow? Sure. So the thing that I think I'd have to note is I actually became interested in this topic at a weird age of 15. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a a bit too early to start maybe on software. But um, so I actually started a few blogs back then. So I would uh, change up a few titles and and they would be called like anything from Nerd Central to uh, Francesca D'Alessio under my name. Um, And I finally got the I think it was last um, October time. Uh, 2017 so the actual keep productive branding hasn't been out uh, longer than a year um but but i think it was at that point that i did the branding um that it actually started to really grow so i think i was at around about 16k subs uh when i had my original name and then and now to almost a year later pretty much doubled that um and and the sort of thesis of the branding was that at the end of my videos uh, across those three years, I was saying at the end of my videos, make sure to have a great week, keep productive, and I'll see you guys very soon. So it was a uh, actually a catch line that I accidentally created that actually turned into my branding. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it worked out okay because it does uh, encapsulate uh, what I'm trying to do with the channel. Um, it's a, a constant... Uh, continuous stream of uh, useful software as well as interviews that help people um, not only find software but the most suitable software for them because everyone's different um, so yeah that's how the sort of branding appeared <laughs> and you said that you had a you, you've had an interest in like this type of software because let's be honest Francesca this this is your your topic that you cover is a very niche topic to where there may not be just a mass audience just out you know seeking for the, the latest and greatest updates happening to Todoist and Evernote but people like you and I who love this kind of thing we eat this up you've really <laughs> niched out a great community for kind of what you've done and so talk about your interest in the topic and how it has grown and how it has led you to such a passion to lead to the YouTube channel. Yeah, sure. Um, so as I said, I, I sort of discovered it when I was uh, 15. And and I remember um, it was more in the when I was 16, 17. Uh, I had failed a year in, in college um, and not college. It would be college here, but probably high school there <laughs> in the U.S. Um, <laughs> sure. So, so yeah, I, I failed that year in, in high school and uh, I went away that summer and I, I read a traditional book called Getting Things Done by David Allen. Great um, book. A very nerdy book for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and uh, what I did there is uh, I then started applying some apps to it and some software. And I think by the end of the next year, 
um, teachers were sort of looking over my shoulders, sort of interested in what the apps were. And I was explaining it to them. And and I had friends in school that were like interested. So I, I, I think it naturally came from that, that sort of progression. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I was off to university and, and one thing I do that I do on the channel is I try my very best to make sure that, um, I'm the, the apps that I advocate are ones that I use in practice. So for example, when I'm doing, uh, freelance marketing, um, then what I'll do is I'll make sure to actively use those in practice and report back on my own experience so that I'm not necessarily, um, you know, talking about talking about apps, if that makes sense. <laughs> I'm you, actually you, you're actually the using them. Yeah, you're actually <laughs> yeah, using these yeah. apps. So you're not just like, oh, getting contacted by these developers, which leads me to my next question. I assume being as large as you are, and when someone searches for Trello or Evernote or Dropbox on YouTube, you are obviously uh, one of the, if not the top result in YouTube. Sometimes I sneak in there, but for the most part, it's you, uh, because <laughs> I, I, I stick to more of the tutorial kind of things, and, and you're, you're covering the news and the updates and the app reviews and things like that. And so I assume you get contacted and connected to different developers and software engineers. And so talk about a little bit how you've collaborated with some of these bigger companies that has allowed you to grow your channel maybe quicker than normal because of these relationships that you've built with these companies. Yeah, sure. That That's a really good question. Um, so obviously, there are endless amounts of productivity apps out there from to do list apps to note takers. And, and of course, there's so much range. And, and I probably get in the range of 20 to 30 emails from developers, whether they're small, uh, independent developers to large companies that contact me every week and go, Francesco, we want you to try this app because it's going to fix all of the problems. And, and I have to I have to decipher which ones I think are going to be relevant to share or relevant to sort of bring to light for people because I've got to be impartial. Um, I I want to give people the latest and greatest stuff without having my own opinion squeezed in between there. So the, the way I've, I've done it since day one is I've tried to build uh, good relationships with the existing brands out there. So when I first started, um, I built a good relationship with Evernote um, and the likes of Todoist and Trello. Um, and that was a good sort of building block. Um, and I still continue to have good relationships with those guys today. Um, and that really helps, especially when it comes to releasing the latest software, because that relationship, they can give you a bit more information and uh, sort of give you some uh, sort of insights before something comes out. And then uh, with other companies that are smaller, I've actually invested my time in uh, some of the smaller ones that I didn't, that people wouldn't have thought much of, like the likes of Notion, for example, came out last year, a very popular productivity application right now, and it's just absolutely blown up. Um, and I invested a bit more time in that, and it seems to have paid off. So hmm. it's a bit of 50-50. <laughs> it's like investing in uh, good quality brands that everyone knows of and spending time on videos there and, and getting the insights and making friends to uh, knowing what's coming next and trying to pick out those relationships, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And before we get too far ahead of ourselves here, maybe let my <laughs> audience know a little bit about the types of videos that you create about these uh, so this, these pieces of software that we all know and love. I mean, I use Evernote on a daily, on an hourly basis, it seems like. And so what types of videos are you making and what's the goal of these videos? 
Yeah, sure. Um, I should have mentioned that at the start. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Keep Productive YouTube channel, its real goal is to help find uh, the most suitable software for you guys. So, uh, you know, whether you're a single mom uh, or you're a, a working dad or uh, you're, you know, climbing the career ladder, whatever it is, um, or, you, or you're just stressed out and you want um, some tools to essentially keep yourself less stressed, <laughs> then uh, what we try and do is match them up. So we do two parts of the channel, really. Uh, they're the tutorials. So we do a range of uh, first impressions all the way to advanced use. Um, and then we do uh, the news side of stuff. So we cover the latest updates and uh, resources. And then what we do is we squeeze in, in between their interviews with professionals, uh, people who are using the tools. And then that's where the sort of spin off of the podcast comes from, because we go into a bit more depth there. I love that. I love how you are using not just one um, platform. You, you've branched out to the podcast and uh, talk briefly on what you've seen as far as the growth in your business and your brand when you did decide to do a podcast. Because obviously with me doing this show in relation to YouTube, I get a lot of questions where people in my Discord or whatever, and they're like, hey, Dusty, uh, what are your thoughts on me starting a podcast? You know, being that, you know, I've produced now over 400, you know, solo shows myself. And so I, I tell them uh, the, the benefits, but sometimes it's good to hear from another voice francesco so what what have you found to be the benefits of having a podcast in tandem with your youtube channel yeah sure so it's it like with yours it's probably another layer to your experience so people go to youtube and and enjoy that good stuff but then they'll realize that the podcast is there too and and even enjoy that further so the, the way that i sort of see it is that um obviously people can sit down go through the tutorials and features and then on the go or wherever they are they can dive into a a real life experience um so it complements it in what in 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 one way that the YouTube channel focuses on the tutorials and the podcast focuses on real life uh, habits and routines. And I've seen a massive growth in um, I've only started the podcast back in March and uh, we've we've only done about 20 or so features. I can't really remember, maybe 25. But honestly, it's uh, it's it's really um really boosted the size of the the sort of audience and i've been able to get in some really awesome guests as well so far um and i've got one coming up called dusty uh, uh he's gonna be on there <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you start a podcast and you bring other people on your show it's like collaborating yeah. on youtube you have all of these circle of influence that you that you didn't have before all because of this show and it's amazing the networking that can happen like now you know now that you and i've done this like i I feel like I know you now. And so not only That's am I, you know, uh, consuming your content, but I'm also uh, forming a relationship with you, which is amazing. Uh, and so that's definitely one of the benefits there. Um, let me ask you another question. Let's go ahead and talk money and business now for a second. Um, are you doing this full time? If you are, what are you doing to make money? If you aren't, what are your goals to make this or turn this into a business in the near future? Sure, that's that's a really good question. I think it's useful um, when because I sort of hit this sort of uh, wall last year. Not wall. Uh, I sort of hit this this invisible line of where I went across it, and it was almost on the, like the twenty five k mark. <laughs> mm. um, it's weird to put a name number on it. Um, where I was like, okay, this this actually is consuming a lot of my time. So I spend mm. about uh, probably between. 25 and 40 percent of my time doing content um for youtube or the podcast during a week 
Um, I tried to keep that at 25, if I'm honest. Um, the main reason behind it is because, obviously, uh, I do enjoy my freelance marketing role, and I do like to put put these tools that I'm talking about into active practice in uh, working scenarios. So I'll do my job a lot of the time as being self-employed, but still uh, sort of working on different projects. Um, so yeah, it's 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 come to that point where uh, it's demanding more time, but it's a tough one. I'm like trying to, I mean, I'm actually in that real conversation at the moment with myself. <laughs> so as a, a freelancer and a marketer, like what are your day-to-day job, like tasks that you're doing there that you're, that you're utilizing all of these tools? Like, are you just getting hired on by different companies to do their marketing for them or what other examples yeah. could you give? Yeah, so it's it's pretty much that. Um, so I'll I'll bring on uh, brands or anything like that to do uh, a range of marketing from influencer marketing, so uh, connecting people with YouTubers and you know uh, all that sort right. of community side of stuff, PR, uh, articles, content, um, all in sort of different circles. Everything from mental health apps to right. uh, you know, covering the spectrum, but and yeah, how so has uh, how has YouTube helped you land clients, or have people recognized you from your show on YouTube or the podcast and ended up hiring you? Oh, hundred percent. I think it's um, I think it's good to have this like uh, personal brand that spans across everything. Of course, it it limits me because I necessarily can't work uh, on projects with a a productivity application because like for example i used to work with a a company called newton um they did an email application but sadly uh, they've recently shut down and uh, for that period of time those two years i didn't review uh, email applications because i thought i you know it's i don't i don't want to be i want to be impartial um so yeah i mean it does if people funnel towards me from it because they discover me and then they discover what I do and uh, find a bit more about me. So it's only good to have it, of course. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's only a good thing. And, and now let's talk about the future for a minute. Like, what are you looking to do? You talked about the 25 to 40 hours that you're kind of putting into this thing. I mean, that's a, that's a part-time to a full-time job, my friend. And so what what are you looking to do in the future to progress where you are and possibly make this thing your full-time gig? Or if not 100% your full-time gig, because you said you enjoy kind of incorporating these tools in a marketing and, and a job, you know, side from this but what are you looking to do to grow this to the next level what are some different phases that you're that you're thinking about going into yeah sure so um i just to clarify that i for i spend about 25 to 40 percent of my time so it probably works out to about uh between 10 to to 20 hours a week and i'll work a regular you know 45 to 50 hour week at, at the maximum really so i do i it, it definitely comes below 50 percent uh, of my workload at any given time uh so that's like that's definitely my cut off at the moment but yeah for the future side of stuff um so at the moment i'm going to be doing uh, a lot more focus on developing skillshare classes to help support the channel um, to develop more YouTube videos, um, more, uh, during the week and also team interviews. So I want to go into companies and I want to interview them about how they use these tools and activities. Then I want to review team productivity software. Um, but my big goal, uh, my sort of three to five year goal, um, is to actually create my own productivity app suite. 
Um, mm. So I, I want to become the companies that people review, that I review. <laughs> um, I love it. But that's sort I of my long-term it. goal. Yeah, because I've, I've always wanted to do it as a kid, so... Now, let me ask you this, Francesco. You've you've done all of this. You've got some awesome goals and some different things. Now, I, I really want to get down to what I've been really wanting to ask you, so I'm selfishly going to dive into a couple of questions now that uh, after being a fan of your content, I'm actually going to kind of figure out and get behind the scenes here of kind of how you do your work. Now, let's talk about a workflow for you on a daily basis for your YouTube channel. Uh, I know you've done you know some some layouts of your workflows on dif- different apps through throughout your videos videos in your YouTube channel. And so would you, would you lay it out to my audience as far as like from, you know, conception of an idea all the way to post-production of a video? What are you doing to produce that piece of content? And I'm not just talking about the uh, the software you use, whether it's Premiere Pro or Final Cut. I want to know that too. But how are you laying it out in, uh, in software that you're utilizing? And just give us the full rundown. Yeah, sure. That's a really good question. Um, obviously, Things have changed since uh, day one. So when I was first started, uh, my sort of rule was to make sure to continually upload. So I would use YouTube editor uh, combined with my Moto G phone to make sure that I got uploads up. (laughs) It was really raw, um, but it worked. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's been an iteration of stuff. And I can imagine it's going to change in the next six months. But I start by uh, creating a few ideas uh, and I tend to plan them in a Trello board. Um, I tend to plan three to four weeks in advance on a video. Um, So what I'll do is I'll plot them out three to four videos a week. Um, I'll leave a couple of spaces for urgent news stories, uh, like, for example, last week's Evernote's new rebrand. That was a a fast turnover. So obviously they're they're a bit uh, not a regular sort of video. So, yeah, um, what I'll do is if it's an application that I want to review for the next week, Um, I'll make sure I have a full week uh, sort of playing around with it, getting people's opinions. And what I'll do is I'll tend to script a video using Bare Notes, which is available on Mac and iOS. Um, It's a really good application, really simple text editor, pretty much that allows me to just plot out a video in terms of not exactly what I'm going to say directly, but sort of almost bullet points of topics that I'm going to be talking about. Um, So I'll I'll pretty much... uh, split my videos in two i'll either do um topic videos um where i'll talk to the camera uh i've got a canon uh, 70d camera with a, a road gun road shotgun microphone on the top um and at the moment that's sort of being changed uh, of course but uh, i'll film in my my home uh so i won't go outside necessarily uh and then i'll they're, they're the sort of topic videos done <laughs> and then mm-hmm. the videos that i'm doing on my laptop, I'll use uh, Camtasia uh, 9, I believe it is, um, to record. Yes, I love Camtasia. I, it's I've good, made isn't a, it? <laughs> I've, made a, I've made a change recently, and man, this is hard for me. I've done courses and classes on ScreenFlow, and I know those guys over there at Telestream, and I have worked with them for almost half a decade now. But man, Camtasia came to the Mac, and if yeah. you're doing screencasting videos and you've done it for years like I have, um, man, Camtasia is absolutely the way the animations work, the way yes. uh, that every update adds something really cool, uh, the way they're utilizing mobile where you can record, you know, mobile devices and things like that. Yeah. Camtasia is killer. Love that app. Yeah. It's, I found it like, so I went from like iMovie on my Mac to that. And then I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. 
Um, but then, you know, I don't know whether in a year's time I'll be using Adobe Premiere Pro. So <laughs> uh, we'll wait on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I use that one uh, to record uh, video and then I'll just edit it straight after. Um, so what I'll tend to do is uh, I've got into a better workflow recently. I'd say I carve out about half an hour to do the recording in the morning. And then just before, just after lunchtime, I'll edit and post. Um, as we're getting closer to the end of this interview, I, I want to talk to you, Francesco, about your strengths and your weaknesses as a creator. What do you think are your strengths and what do you think are your weaknesses? Uh, that's a really good question. So I would say that my strengths are that I, I'm able to share my point of view uh, in a very open sense, I think, especially when I do the sort of my setup videos and tutorials, I sort of try and give my honest opinion. Um, I would say to the contrary, uh, my weaknesses would be that whenever I, I put out content quite regularly, so I do those three or four videos a week, and it's not necessarily to the quality. I tend to take longer to learn how to do stuff and improve my process. So uh, results always, quality results tend to take longer for me. Um, so it's like a sort of constant battle of me whether I need to downplay and focus on quality or just carry on like I am. So I would say my weakness is quality of content. So with that being said, we've already talked about your kind of long-term goals on, on what you're doing. Um, it, it's, it's one of those situations to where I, when I reached out to you and I contacted you, I, I was kind of unaware of if you, you know, th that you knew who I was or you consume my content or whatever, but it's really cool to talk with someone that you've been watching their, their channel kind of grow from, from the beginning. I remember, uh, one of the first videos of yours that I consumed was an Evernote video of how to set up s one of the new features that they released. And I remember thinking to myself that this guy's got such good presentation uh and so i guess the final question i, I want to ask you is uh how would you recommend people get better at being on camera and being in front of a microphone because you do such a good job at that yeah uh, that's a really tough thing and it took me ages to get used to it um the thing that i would say is i i did a lot of like uh public speaking uh and then i sort of went uh, i pretty much stopped public speaking and and uh, sort of focused on that. But I, I, as long as I think it's sort of those uh, 100 out, ten, ten, is it 10 hour, 10,000 hour rule <laughs> or a thousand hour rule? I can't remember. Yes, um, yes. Something like that. <laughs> it's like that, like just get the practice in. Um, like what I would say is I've got probably about 100 unlisted videos um, that I haven't put out over time because I wasn't happy with that. But you know, it's it's about getting out there and and not worrying about that because you can fix that later um, and, over time. And and lastly, being that you are the efficiency and productivity guru, can you give my audience some tools uh, for YouTubers that you use that help you with your YouTube channel and your efficiency and getting things done? Because I hear a lot of people always say, "How how do you get it all done with a full time job?" Or I'm in school, <laughs> or I have kids, or this and that. What are some tools of the trade that you could recommend that can uh, help these folks out? Yeah, sure. That is a, it's a great question. Um, so for those out there who are getting started with content creating, I recommend uh, Todoist for task management because you can organize pretty much your week's worth of activities there. 
Um, another application called Notion. Uh, I've only recently been endorsing it because I found it's very flexible and you can use it to pretty much plan most projects as a you know content creator. Um, and also, uh, I'd recommend. I'm going to say uh, Trello as well because Trello is is very flexible. And if you want to create a video calendar or even plot your tasks on there, again, those three are very similar in terms of planning, but I would say that they're my biggest recommendations. And if you guys want to learn anything and everything about all of that software, I highly recommend going to Francesco's channel. It's Keep Productive on YouTube. You search for any of these tools. Like I said, he's going to come up, pop up to the top of the search results. Man, you're killing it. You're doing such a great job. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been such a joy for me to get to kind of pick your brain about all of this stuff. And uh, man, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, cheers, man. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.